0: Hi, I'm Lori.
1: And I'm Kevin, and this is No Longer Ashamed.
0: We are survivors of childhood sexual abuse.
1: And we're here to share with you that if you're a survivor, you don't have to be alone.
0: Our logo is a salamander, and the reason is, a fire salamander can survive a fire, and you have survived a fire.
1: We want to help you with your journey to healing and hope.
0: We are all survivors together, and we walk this journey together, and you are not alone.
1: By telling our stories, we are hoping that you will have the courage to share in your stories as well and find your voice.
0: Because stories are so important. And for so long, I know that I wouldn't tell my story. But when I finally shared my story, that's when I got my freedom.
1: And this is our journey and your journey to healing and hope. So come with us.
0: We were talking about walls a few weeks ago, and uh, Kevin sort of had a revelation.
1: Well... During that, I wasn't quite getting the concept very well. And I think I realized it later on. You weren't that,
0: picking up what I was putting down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not very well. And later it came to me why I got the concept because I never visual or I never looked at them as walls but I had that issue but I always pictured them as being my guys my mask mask mm-hmm. yeah something I put up this mm. this it, I didn't picture it as a wall but a different way of projecting myself out there. So you didn't see the real me behind it. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, as a guy, you kind of like, you want to appear like something else mm-hmm. and you don't want people to see who you are inside.
0: Right. In fact, do you want to tell that story about what Charnel's <laughs> friends are <laughs> well, when they and you? <laughs> So when I
1: talked to Charnel about this, my wife, um, she recognized something immediately <laughs> from when we met. We met a long time ago in Whistler, and the way we met, we she literally asked me to dance at a bar, but she I was there with a bunch of friends that actually one friend and her friends, and I knew the one friend and her other friends didn't know me. But we spent the weekend up in Whistler. We were riding bikes at the bike park. And the one night we went out to the village to hit the town, so to speak. <laughs> Because we were with this one guy who was young and he'd never gone out to bars or anything because he was only 19 and in the States he couldn't go out, but up in Canada he could. So we took him out to do the bar scene and and kind of meet women or whatever, you know. (laughs) And my friends later on, after we got to know each other more and spend more time together, they were telling charnel you know when we first met kevin we thought he was kind of this player type guy you know (laughs) and then we realized he's really not he's really a nice guy (laughs) but at that time you know when we were going out to do the bar hopping thing i put on that guys that persona of Mm. the the player (laughs) and and they thought oh that's kind of gross But then they realized later on that that wasn't who I was. But But you do that.
0: Yeah, it shows that you did it well.
1: Yeah. You put up that
0: that mask very well.
1: Yeah, good enough that they didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think uh, men do it especially, we don't even notice we're doing it because it's automatic. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing you do because you don't want anyone to know the inner self, the part of you that's vulnerable, okay. and men just can't be vulnerable. So we put yeah. on this guise of and I know a lot of male survivors, one of the ways they deal with being a survivor is they they become real macho. Mm-hmm. They bulk out. They become bodybuilders and mm. martial arts and do all this macho stuff because they're protecting that little kid inside. Mm-hmm. And and that's real common, I think. Well, and
0: and I think for women, it's control. Mm. That's what we put on. We're in charge. We've got this. Yeah. And such an illusion control is. And, and that's what,
1: because you were out of control. Right? You didn't have control. So you try and put on this
0: you think you think you're controlling things Mm -hmm. and you're not
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it was a revelation to me when I realized, okay, now I get it. It, I Mm -hmm. never looked at as walls. I always Mm -hmm. looked at as this, okay, this is the other, this is the face that I want people to see, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't want them to see behind that mask.
0: So, and you know, what's interesting is why I didn't say mask. I said walls because I was raised by somebody with multiple personalities. And Mm. so I've never read a book on this. Maybe I should write it. When you're raised by somebody with multiple personalities. You know what you learn? No. You learn to become a chameleon. Yeah. You yeah. learn to change in a heartbeat, and I could put on any mask for any situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I was able to um, survive mm-hmm. and also to live my life.
1: Because you have to adapt to every situation. Yep. And I think that's part of being a survivor is learning to adapt. hmm at whatever is going on. And you also become really empathetic in order to survive. You have to understand what the, whoever is the perpetrator, you have to sense what they're feeling, you know, so you can be aware of when you might be in danger. So you become more empathetic because you have to be in in order to survive.
0: Yeah. And also one thing that, especially for women, we're taught not to trust our instincts. And, Mm -hmm. That is what I have been so intentional about with my kids And I remember There was a friend of mine She had married uh, she, I think she was maybe Jehovah Witness She had had like four kids And then got divorced and remarried this guy And they had a child together And I remember getting creeped out by him But he was a prominent person He was like a judge or something But I, And I thought oh it must be Because he sort of resembles my dad Well come to find out mm. He was a, a predator Yeah, And I did didn't I just tried to talk myself out of it. Those feelings yeah. I had. And, yeah. you know, it's not like we go around telling people, I know that person's this, but we've got to trust our instinct. if for men, it's their gut. We've got to trust that because um, that's that intense. Uh,
1: Survival. Yeah. You're trying to sense. You learn how to sense What they're going, you know, what they're feeling and when something might happen, something bad might happen. You
0: become hypervigilant. And if you're forced to be around the abuser after the abuse, they sort of normalize it. And Mm -hmm. so it's like you don't know who to be because you've got to keep your guard up and you've got to pretend everything's okay. And yeah. so that's the difference when you have to continue to live with an abuser.
1: But the one thing about masks that I was thinking about after going over this mm-hmm. is I know I was really good at lying mm-hmm. a lot. And it was easy for me to mm-hmm. lie. And it wasn't like lying to get out of things or lying it was just For a no way of, well, no, to mm-hmm. put on that mask, mm. to put on that persona. Like I want, make up stories or something? Yeah, oh. yeah, I was great at making up stories oh. and, and just embellishing myself because I didn't want people and I wasn't proud of who I was. I didn't mm. like who I was, so I had to embellish and make myself something else. Mm. And it wasn't until I got through therapy and got through healing and so forth that I didn't need to do that anymore and And I realize now I don't really put on that persona so much, but there are times, and and I talked about this with Charnel, there's times when you still kind of do it, it kind of is automatic, you know, when you, you know, I work in construction, and so one of the things is I change jobs a lot, you know, Mm. you work on a job, you work yourself out of a job, basically, you go someplace, you work there for a couple weeks or months or maybe just a few days, and then you're done and you go to the next job and at that next job, you might be meeting a bunch of people you've never met before. and all of a sudden you you know you have to put on this capable guy thing. You have to be the capable construction dude. And, so
0: when you say you have to yeah. say, explain that like because well, you don't have to, but you yeah you I'm, have to
1: you kind of have to come off as you know one of the guys. okay. Or they'll
0: nail your lunchbox to the floor.
1: And... No, not necessarily. It's just as a protection for me. Right. I do it because until I know what they're like and how they are, I don't want them to know more about me. So right. I put on this fake front at mm-hmm. first and mm-hmm. just, you know, one of the guys and and then get to know them. And then you kind of reveal yourself a little little bit at a time.
0: Well, and that's not such a bad thing if you're recognizing it.
1: Yeah, and that's not necessarily um, unhealthy, but it's good to recognize it as far as what it's for, why you do it, and what you're... But I think the lying thing, just to embellish, that was not healthy. Mm. That was basically hiding behind this other me, this other self.
0: Yeah, to keep people from seeing the real yeah. you. And yeah,
1: and also because I was ashamed of who I really was. Mm-hmm and that's you'll never as long as you're ashamed of who you are you're never gonna really embrace who you are
0: right and for some people they're just busy they keep so busy so they never have to Mm -hmm. have a down moment to think about it
1: or to really be if you're keeping yourself busy all the time then you never have to
0: if you don't slow down you don't have to deal you don't
1: have to deal with stuff you don't have to face it
0: something that this week i mean i've always been all about gratitude and having a gratitude journal Mm -hmm. but i realized this week that it is essential to our healing because Mm -hmm. if we stay in that bitterness or that unforgiveness it's easy to be unhappy to it's like it we let it steal our joy and i realized that even it's kind of like fake it till you make it but make your mouth say the words and if do you know who johnny erickson is no johnny erickson She's a paraplegic uh, when she was 17 years old she dove into a lake hit a rock oh, and she
1: told me that yeah so
0: she says i make my mouth Say the words because she's in pain every day. She's in a Mm -hmm. wheelchair. People have to help her go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. but she loves the Lord. And she says, I have to go to gratitude every day. And I just think if we can make ourselves do that, it's going to go a long way in our healing.
1: Yeah, I I realized when, you know, I was lying a lot, embellishing a lot and trying to be something I wasn't, I never could grow. I could never be because I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't like who I was. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I could never grow because I was always putting up this fake Me Mm -hmm. and that's what everyone saw and thought of as me. No one really knew the real me. They just saw parts of it. Mm -hmm. And so, as long as you're not happy with yourself, as long as you're not you're not grateful, as long as you you don't love yourself, you're Mm -hmm. you're never really going to explore who you really are Mm -hmm. and embrace who you really are.
0: Right. And there's another thing that we do to divert attention is we gossip. And we try to, you know, get the attention on other people. Yeah. Yeah. And so slowing down, being quiet and being grateful, it's hard. It's the hardest thing we'll ever do. But I'll tell you what, it has been the most joyful thing for me. And I've trained myself that when I wake up, the first thing I'm saying is thank you. Mm. Thank you. You know, and I'm so happy. I didn't mean to do it. It wasn't intentional, but I just went to bed being thankful. And so I noticed when I wake up, that's the first thing that I say. And, you know, when you think about it, we tell ourselves a story. Oh, life is tough or, oh, I don't have enough money or, oh, I have this problem from yesterday. So when we wake up and we're not in gratitude we're in the old story and yeah. so we're sad because of a story that's not even happening right now it's yesterday's story mm-hmm. and it's the story of abuse because we haven't told anyone or it's the story of a situation a bad marriage but when we learn to wake up in gratitude we can wake up with a different story for the day
1: yeah so it takes a uh, perspective it takes in order to change take down these walls or these masks, you have to embrace who we are behind them. And for right. men, that means oftentimes being vulnerable.
0: Yeah. And right. loving yourself.
1: Yeah. And loving even the parts of ourselves we're not comfortable with right. or happy about. Mm-hmm. But it is part of us. Yeah. And, you know, it's made us who we are in many ways. Mm-hmm. But it also, when you embrace it, when you actually aren't afraid to share that, then you can realize it's part of what makes us stronger. Mm-hmm. I know for me, hiding all the time, boy, it, it... It's exhausting. Well, and it reinforced the feeling I had that I wasn't worthy, yeah. that I didn't matter. And I reinforced it by faking it by hiding behind these lies and this guy's persona persona. and that just reinforced the feeling that no one would ever want to know me or care about me or you know like Mm -hmm. me because you know i have to put up this front so people actually like me it's not true it's until you see that it's all false, right. that it's not the truth, that you are worthy, that you mm-hmm. do matter, that people will like you as long as you like yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have to go is to learn to love yourself, to learn that you do matter and why you matter.
0: And it's work. I think that the the myth is that you start to get well and you just get well, no, it's work. Mm-hmm. And to learn to love yourself is a job mm-hmm. because every time you walk by the mirror, you've yeah. got to find something that you can like about yourself and for me, it was so hard, but finally I was like, okay, I like my blue eyes. And mm-hmm. so that's what I would say. And that was all I could say.
1: just build from there.
0: Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing to love yourself. It really is.
1: And for me, it was mainly not just finding the faults in myself, because that's what I always looked at. Mm -hmm. And when I started looking at, okay, so I'm not always messing up. I'm not always, I actually can do things well. I can actually, because I always felt like I was basically a failure or, you know, just I wasn't going to be good at anything. Because those are kind of the things I heard, I learned. And when I started giving myself credit and saying, you know, I'm not that bad. And then <laughs> little by little, I'm right. like, you know, I don't, I'm actually pretty good. And then, you know, you just build yourself up little by little. Mm-hmm. Took a while, but then you don't have to fake it. Right. You don't have to keep spewing lies about who you want to be.
0: What we say in recovery is what other people think about you is none of your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're programmed. Well, we're in a way too
1: obsessed with what yeah. other people think about us because we are afraid they're going to find out mm-hmm. the real us and then it you know we will be ruined you yeah. know it'll be the end of who we are if they find out the real us but that's not what's really true
0: and so many people have told their story and the world didn't stop mm-hmm it's amazing <laughs> Yeah. But you know, that's what we're protecting because we're a kid and we have a child's perspective.
1: And we're afraid that, well, and we're told that the secret has to be kept a secret. Right, right. So I think that's the lesson is just learn to love who you are and then learn how to share. Mm -hmm. who you really are, and that helps you bring down those walls Mm -hmm. or that mask little by little. Yeah, but keep
0: doing the work. Yeah. You know, keep getting help and meeting with people or going to support groups.
1: But it's learning to stop putting up those guises Mm -hmm. was really a way of embracing who I am, and it made it easier to actually like myself. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a self-perpetuating. When you start taking it down the walls, you start actually liking who's behind those walls. Right. And you don't have to hide behind them anymore. Mm -hmm. So it actually starts multiplying. So all of a sudden it becomes easier to take down more walls, and they come down easier because you actually like who's behind them. Mm -hmm. And that's where the hope is. That's where the, the joy is in this healing is finding out who you are and falling in love with who that is.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's funny, we're talking about masks when we're in a time that we have to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> we're all wearing masks.
1: Yeah, how ironic is yeah. that?
0: But yeah, however you look at it, as walls you build up to protect yourself or a mask that you put on to deceive others. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be about integrity and mm-hmm. we're so fearful of our story. and when we stop being afraid of it yeah when we stop
1: hiding yeah and i think that's what it is is our our methods of hiding Mm -hmm, but we don't have to hide and i think that's the big point is once you start finding out that you don't have to hide Mm -hmm. then you really learn more and more that it's better not to hide
0: yeah and that we have a right to take up room here and Mm -hmm. be here
1: yeah it's fun to discover who we really are. I I know for me, back when I didn't like who I was, I didn't really do things that I liked doing all the time. And part of it was just to make other people happy. Yeah. And so I did things just because I wanted to be part of that Group of people and fit in with that group of people and but when we discover who we are and we start to like who we are and we start doing the things we want to do and enjoy doing and make us happy, then we're not trying to please someone all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it's actually you start to have you know a lot more enjoyment in your life
0: right and it's usually our perception that says we have to please somebody it's not i mean there are those situations where abuse and they say you have to please me but we put that on ourselves yeah and so then when we start turning it around and we're like yeah they can get their own water yeah and they're like finally <laughs> I've been asking me if i could get my own water <laughs>
1: yeah so I think this is one of the more um, fulfilling things you mm-hmm. can do is to learn what your masks are, when you put them on, mm-hmm. or what are those walls that you're hiding behind. Yeah. And also, why do you have them? And who are you pleasing or who are you serving by doing that?
0: hmm well, even like you thought you were putting on this act to protect yourself and the people were going, "You're he's a player, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, we're not necessarily, jerk. yeah, we're not necessarily, we may think we're putting on this great false facade, but uh-huh. maybe it's really no. not so great. Yeah,
1: I mean, the real me was the person they actually learned to like. Mm-hmm. And uh I was just doing it because we had this young guy and it was like, oh, we got to take him out and show him. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) okay, we can do that. And they're like, yeah. But yeah, you really learn more about yourself and then you live for what really matters to you. And I think that's the important thing Mm -hmm. is not just trying to hide who you are or please everyone else. Right. They think you're okay I don't really care if you think you're. <laughs> I'm okay nowadays. Right? That's a good place to be. <laughs> it's like yeah. I could take it or leave it. Yeah? yeah. If you think I'm messed up and weird, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> that a good feeling? though? Yeah. It's yeah. like I I'm happy being mm. me now. So.
0: I you know I coach a lot of women that are recovering addicts and they say, well, I don't want people to think blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you can't control what other people think. Well, I don't want to, I go, you can't control what anybody thinks. What do you want? Well, and it's just, it's really hard because we're not really taught that. And then if we have abuse or addiction, we just get really confused. And so Mm It's a great journey to walk into loving yourself because and I tell the girls this, if you don't love yourself, you're not loving other people correctly. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, I do everything for somebody else. And it's like, yeah, that's not what they want. They don't want you to do everything for them. They want you to love them and let them do what they need to do. It's that mix of codependency. And I I remember a client that she clearly hated herself so much self-loathing and she wouldn't work on loving herself because she couldn't. But she Mm -hmm. said, but I love you know everybody else and i go no you don't
1: oh you're just you're just basically doing whatever you think they want you right. to do
0: you're trying to please everybody and it's not serving you or them oh yeah yeah so yeah Put down that mask, but put up your real mask. But put down the fake mask. <laughs> but
1: keep those masks on. That's right. And wash, your, now, hands. Anyway, <laughs> and wash your, your hands. Get your shot. <laughs> get your shot.
0: Oh man. But... So you said you lied a lot. I can't lie and my sister wants me to lie to get a shot because I'm not sixty five yeah. and I don't live in a multi generational mm-hmm. house. So she said, Just tell them you live in a multi generational house. And I go, But that's a lie and she goes, They won't ask you and I'm like, But it's a, it's lie. a lie.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the way now I'm I don't ever lie. It's just not part of me. It's Mm. not who I am. And I find it kind of hard to relate to that person back then (laughs) that used to lie all the time because now it just doesn't come to me. I I can't do it. I can't lie. I I wouldn't be able to do that. It just doesn't. It isn't who I am. Yeah. But back then I wasn't being who I am. I was trying to be someone else. And so it was easy to lie.
0: Right. So before we go to prayer and give you a chance to duck out if you want, I want to leave you with a question. Who are you?
1: Who's behind the mask? And who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. not who do you want to please, right. who do you want others to, to think s- you are? think you are, but who do you really want to be? And are you proud of who you are right now? Or are you proud of who you want to be?
0: But you know, we get to be who we want to be. And that's the whole beautiful thing mm. about how we were created. With a certain personality and and a lot of people say, you know, well, that's just the way I am. But it might be because they're, you know, have up a mask or they're protecting Mm -hmm. and, you know, our brain can change. Our mind can change our brain. So if you can't love yourself, you can start telling your brain. That you love yourself, and I know it feels weird, but pretty soon your brain starts believing it. Guess what? When it sees you in the mirror, it loves you because you told it to. Yeah. And I mean, that's the hard work, and it seems so silly, but it it is the hard work, and it is so worth it. We have one life. We have one chance. Yeah.
1: We need to love who we are mm-hmm. because God loves us, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he wants bi- he wants us to you know know that. He loves us.
0: And he created us. He knew us before we were born. And when we start to get in touch with who we are, then we become better servants of God. Mm. And I think that's what we all want is to do good things and change the world.
1: To make a difference, to matter, basically. And we do matter. We all matter. You do matter. Mm
0: -hmm. So ask yourself the question, who am I? Who do I want to be? And we're going to go to prayer. So if you want to stick with us. If not, we'll see you next time.
1: So that's it for today.
0: We are going to have a prayer time if you want to stick with us. If not, we believe in you.
1: We want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories.
0: If you like this podcast, please rate and review because that's how other people can find us. And we really want to spread this message.
1: Father, I just thank you for the blessings you have given us, especially for the knowledge that you see our hearts. You see the true selves behind all the masks we put up and all the walls we try to put up you you still see us behind that and you want us to know that you want to love us regardless lord and you want to shine shine your love upon us so that we can shine our true selves to the world to those around us and shine your love to the world and i pray that anyone listening, they would know that they don't have to keep those walls up anymore, Mm -hmm. and they don't have to hide behind the mask, that the person that's behind all that does matter, and Mm -hmm. people will accept and love that person, and you accept and love that person. Mm -hmm. I just pray that they would find ways to fall in love with themselves, Lord, and I just, I thank you for your promises to us that you will be there when we need you and bless our lives with your grace when we need it, Lord. And I just pray that you would be a blessing to those that need you right now. In your name I pray.
0: And Father, I just thank you so much that you've created us in a way that we can love ourselves and that we can love you and because of that we can love others and I just pray that you will bring everyone to that place of self-acceptance in you and it's it's not it's confidence and it's acceptance it's not arrogance Lord. Mm-hmm. And whatever lies of unworthiness, we've been told, Lord, that you would just bind them and take them away, that we are worthy because you shed your blood, and that is the only reason we are worthy. But, Lord... You want us to do the good work, and we do that when we're healthy. We do that when we're healing, and I just pray that that we'll accept this journey of healing and we'll do what we have to do to to make that happen. Counseling, support groups, telling our story, whatever it is, Lord, I just thank you that that uh, you have open doors that healing can happen. And even 30 years ago, Lord, that wasn't a very easy possibility. So thank you that we're in a time when we can uh, walk through this and that we're not alone. And I pray that that message will resonate in their heads, and their ears, that they are not alone. I just thank you so much that you love us and I ask for blessings on everything that we do in your son's holy name. Amen. 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 amen.